They made their way over from the uh, Sauk Valley Area Chamber of Commerce, kind of a diagonal, a diagonal cut here across uh, Locust. And uh, Chris Noble joining us. Hey, good morning. Good morning to you. How's everything going? Well, I feel better now that the uh, vitamin D is flowing again. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'll take this any day. I just have this fear, though, that March or April is going to be one big snowstorm, and that makes me want to bite my tongue. <sighs> We're getting into the, uh, I don't care how good the meteorologist is, even our friend Andrew Studsky, uh, those two months can be almost unpredictable. Yeah, so <laughs> hopefully hopefully this is it. I'm, I'm a fan of warmth and sun. <laughs> wow, absolutely. Um, well, let's see. Yeah, we got a few things to talk about, but uh, how's things been since the last time we saw you? I, we know you're just all over the place. Um, good. We had our annual dinner was at the end of January, so that was good. Finished that up. And um, I was out in D.C. for a couple days uh, working on some um, work with the U.S. Chamber and some workforce development and how the education system and workforce development really needs to continue to become more cohesive. So I'm um, part of a cohort, again, um, as an advisor. And um, I think it's important for this area because I'm really pounding away at how rural America needs to continue to be part of the conversation. So it was a good two days, and then I'll meet with the, this program for the next six months. Wow. Well, did, did you get some time off to maybe look around? Or um, not really. Not really. Wow. I did get to, we did walk around one night. Um, actually, we were like a block from the White House, and the U.S. Chamber's offices actually sit across the park from the White House. Wow. It's very, they have prime location. So um, it was nice to be able to be there. I'd not been out to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce offices before, but wow. it was a good trip it was a quick trip but it just reinforces some of the work that we're trying to do um, to bring the education system and the workforce to help these students the end product if you will be more prepared for the various careers out there wow well thanks you thanks for uh, doing so and uh, my goodness head out to washington dc yeah <laughs> amazing amazing um, let's see. Well, I think uh, first on our list, we got a couple of deadlines coming up, and uh, I hope you're getting some uh, applications uh, filled up with the scholarships. Yes. So we offer scholarships in four different areas, and the agribusiness scholarship deadline is March 1st. So if you have a parent, if you're a parent or a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle, or you know any student that's graduating, and they might be following a pathway of ag, vet med, DNR, hospitality falls under the ag industry. Please, please, please have them apply for the scholarship. Um, you just have to attend one of the Whiteside Area Career Center Service High Schools, which are 16 high schools. Um, and the application's on our website, and it's on the student school website. So those are due March 1st. We allocate $1,500 for four-year universities and $750 if you're attending a two-year and then March 15th is the deadline for our Farnham Business Scholarship, our Manufacturing Scholarship, and our Hispanic Business Leaders Scholarship. So there are dollars to be out there. And let me mention this because I was just at a meeting. It does not matter that the FAFSA situation is a mess. You can apply for all of our scholarships. We don't ask for your FAFSA information. So that should not be a deterrent. I know... I know some of you are waiting from colleges to get back to you about FAFSA, 
But for scholarships, local scholarships, a lot of them don't want to, they don't ask for your FAFSA info. Right. So parents, grandparents, keep that in mind. Yeah, I, I don't know if I wasn't keeping up, but I, I just heard about that, you know, recently. It's like that kind of came out of nowhere. So it's, so I'm speaking as a parent now because I'm filling out the FAFSA. It was cumbersome in the past, but you found out quite literally within a day or a week of what your expected, your EFC. And the government, they changed the whole formula, so now no one knows. Um, They're all just pending, and colleges are really struggling. Right. um, Because right now acceptances and, and letters of intent and financial aid packages are being offered, and now they're pushing that back till May. So it is kind of conundrum. I don't I'm, I'm, I'm shaking my head, which you all can't see. Um, I just don't understand how it got so complicated because uh, you have to just put in your tax return information, basically, and let them know your financial status wow. and your students. So, yeah, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother um, conversation. Yeah, we're not going to stray into that one. <laughs> I didn't wear my boots today. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, of course, uh, all that information uh, posted on the Facebook and uh, uh, Sock Valley Area Chamber of Commerce uh, website for people to get more information and get the application process going for those scholarships. Uh, we're in studio, Chris Noble, Sock Valley Area Chamber of Commerce. Hey, we got something coming back. Well, it's not that it really went away, but the weather's getting nice and to uh, start up uh, the Professional Women's Network. My gosh, uh, what, what a great uh, uh, outlet that is. We... Um Changed the format this year. So it's been around since 15, 18 years. And so, but we were finding our monthly meetings were not as attended as our professional development. So we have committed to um, doing three workshops, professional development, kicking it off April 3rd with Dr. Lori Cortez. And it's going to be who me identifying and taming imposter syndrome. Like why often sometimes as women do we not feel like we have a seat at the table or like we question ourselves. And so Dr. Cortez is going to really walk us through that. Uh, Wednesday, April 3rd at 1130. Registration will be up this week. Um, Tickets will be $25 if you're a chamber member and $30 if you're not. And then in the fall, we will be doing one on goal setting and then late fall, we're still working on the topic. It's uh, one coming up on April 3rd. Was it, where's the uh, location for that? I think it's going to be at Grace Point Church in Dixon, mm-hmm. right across from Sock Valley Community College. It's a new church out oh, there. Okay. So I'm going out there today, actually, to see if their space is large enough, and then we'll get all that on the website. Wow, fantastic. Yeah, so, yeah, we got some time to put a couple of loose ends together. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. And so we... April 3rd. Yeah, so we want to get it out five weeks ahead of time. So this week is our goal to start, and you can register online um, whether you're a chamber member or not for that. And that includes lunch. Uh, Candlelight's going to do a baked potato bar. Oh, that's incentive enough. To be there, right? <laughs> yeah, for some people it is. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Scholarships, Professional Women's Network, and then uh, we haven't covered the U.S. Chamber yet. Oh, yeah, we did. No, and then... we're doing another thing with so you and I always talk about the advocacy stuff some of the new legislation and every year we bring out the Illinois Chamber and the U.S. Chamber and they're coming to town April 24th Um, I don't have a location yet but kind of a save the date 
And there's some really funky legislation going on um, from the federal level. There's a now thing called the Corporate Transparency Act that every single business has to register their business, um, which a lot of businesses do not know. Um, There's an independent contractor rule. There's some child care incentives, which that's good news, some tax incentives. And then at the state, this thing we've been talking about all year, this paid leave for all act, where you're now mandatory, you have to give vacation and to part-time employees as well. And um, that is been a, it's a law, and it's just waiting the final rule. Right. Um, there is some new laws about the uh, warehouse, if you work in warehousing or distribution, how to pro- a warehouse worker protection act. So April 24th, I will determine a location, but um, the U.S. Chamber is coming out and the Illinois Chamber to do a lunch and learn. You know, with all your chamber business, just normal chamber business, taking care of the businesses and the members, you, you your spare time, you must have to read through all this potential legislation. Or <laughs> my gosh, well, Chris. here's the here's the good news. This is why we, as your local chamber, we invest in the U.S. Chamber and the Illinois Chamber, so we pay to be members of them, and they do all of that. Okay, so. You're right. The paid leave for all final rule was 44 pages. Well, I'm going to tell you, I didn't want to, nor could I understand to read through that. Right. Um, and then we did a workshop, and Tim Zollinger with Ward Mary Pace was gracious and hosted that workshop for us. So we do have some local resources. Um, of if, if I don't know what the legislation says, it's reaching out to the Illinois Chamber, or our local legislators, Representative Fritz, Representative Spain, Representative McConey, Senator Stoller, have all been fabulous. I don't care what side of the aisle you are on. They are very responsive to the needs of this community and helping us walk through this legislation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's a lot. You, you almost uh, need somebody that uh, perhaps has been an attorney and past do some interpreting. Well, and this is why... It's so funny you're talking about this. So for a super, super small chamber, we're able to do this because of the connections we have. Again, when you talk about accreditation from the U.S. Chamber, advocacy is a big part of that. Like, there's going to be legislation now, because Chicago's already doing it, that um, tipped, there's going to be, there's legislation out there to raise the minimum wage for tipped workers. Well, I can guarantee you most of our restaurants don't know about this. And so we're trying to find out more. What would that minimum wage be, and how will that impact our restaurants? So that's coming down the pike. They don't know about it, and uh, it will make, you know, I understand you're you're responsible for your business. But if there's something that's just kind of lurking around out there, and then all of a sudden a week comes along, it's like, hey, we're doing this now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happened with the Illinois Secure Choice. If you have five or more. <clears throat> employees you have to offer them a retirement option well most of our employers don't know how to do that we've been pushing it but and then there's penalties for the employer that's the part and i'm not i'm not bashing the legislation right i kind of am but i think this transparency that did you really talk to small business owners about how this is going to affect them and be just like this paid leave for all i have a part-time employee I love her. She is fabulous. 
she deserves vacation and I'll give her vacation. Sure. But I have to track all that now. And I'm a, you know, I'm a two, two man show. Right. Um, and so, um, and then high school kids that work part time, I'm not bashing. I had a high school student. I had two of them. I don't know that they deserve vacation for part time work, but they're going to get it, which that's neither here nor there. No, the law is passed. But how do we implement that? So right. I don't want to sound salty, folks, but there's a lot of change and we need to get this out to our members. Right. A lot of moving parts, and uh, it, you know, it'd be terrible to have it uh, all of a sudden uh, spring it on them, and they're like, "Whoa, wait, whoa, wait exactly. a minute! When did exactly. this happen? And now, yeah. what do I do?" And then you're scrambling, trying to meet all these requirements and expectations. Yeah, exactly. So we try really hard to be the voice and speak to business, and go down and do witness slips, and go down to chamber days in April. We'll go down to the Capitol on behalf of our members to talk about some of the legislation and meet with our legislators and whatnot. Now, if anybody thinks that uh, Chris is just over there in her office, <laughs> you know, just going, there's a new member, there's a new member, oh, uh, dues are due, what's going on here? Yeah, that's not the way <laughs> you function. No, we're and we're trying to do a better job of re- recruiting, but we really want to retain the members we have, and right. we have a 92% retention rate, and engage you we just had a business after hours at Whiteside County Senior yes. Center and there were over 80 people there wow so you're showing up because that's part of the deal um next month's business after hours March 31st or no March 21st is at um Riverworks co-working in Dixon it's a co-working co-space um and that will be if you've not seen that building you need to get over there because it's kind of cool so if somebody wants to, uh, you know, host a business after hours, do you select them or do they jump up and down and say, hey, let us be next? They fill out um, the calendar and look at the dates open. And right now we have a waiting list because we're booked through 2020. I just filled December's. Wow. Yeah. So um, the other, so I'm glad you mentioned that too. It's almost like you knew what I was thinking. So business <laughs> after hours is one thing. The other thing is like, if you're like, I have a topic about, relevant for small businesses or by industry and you want to do a lunch and learn we can you know talk about coordinating that um what does that look like what's your target audience that kind of thing right so that's another thing we try and help our members you know get their name out there for some of the things that they might be experts on that they want to share information about so if you're a business, just starting a business, or maybe a business that's a rebranding, uh, everything you do, you should have, a, you know, knocks on the door. Hey, we, we want to be a member of the Sock Valley Area Chamber of Commerce because, my gosh, look at what you do, what you're involved in, and you keep us uh, informed. And I, th- I think not just new businesses, because we've been blessed that there's been some great new businesses, but if you've been in town a while and you are really looking at like, I don't know what's going on with the riverfront. Like, if you're our members, we'd really keep you engaged in that. You don't know what you don't know. And the chamber tries to alleviate some of that burden. Um, and I tell you this because we have somebody that's joining that's been in town forever, and they had no idea what we did. Um, and so riverfront development, workforce, this pathways work you and I talk about. Mm. Getting into the high schools, talking to kids about your product or service, talking about hiring future employees, we just are finishing in Milledgeville. Um, I take a different employer every week to go in and meet with these kids. And we're starting in Rock Falls March 1st. And we'll do um, a six, two six-session workshops. Wow. And so that's for chamber members only. 
you get to talk about your business, but then you get to talk about who are you hiring and what skills do you look for? Because kids don't know. They don't know all the jobs that are local. Mm -hmm. They don't know all of the pathways that are here that they, they don't necessarily need to leave this area and they can find really good careers. Oh, wow, amazing. So, um, yeah, given the outlook of 2024, things are uh, uh, going to be <laughs> very bright uh, in the Sauk Valley area, I think. I think so. I think, and I've said this, I say this to this, um, my partners in economic development, Sauk Valley Community College, our education system, regional office of education, um, all the, you know, Sterling Public Schools, Rock Falls and Newman, and our outlying schools, we collaborate really, really well in this area. And I, and I can tell you testimonial, like I just got back from D.C., like I said, and when we talk about all the people we have at the table, other chambers and other parts of the country are like, huh, how's that? How'd you get them there? <laughs> well, you just got to ask. And our end game is the same. Our end game is so this area continues to thrive, period. So there's a bunch of people over there scratching their heads like, uh, how'd she do that? Well, and I, I laugh, and my board laughs because it's somewhat simple. <laughs> yeah, Just ask right. people to come and be part of a conference. They can say no, but at least they were asked. So, well, we could get a poster, uh, put it up, and say this is what a successful Chamber of Commerce looks like. Why, thank you. <laughs> and we have some great partnerships. And I, I, will, I will say this about my board of directors, and you've known this since I started here, and my predecessor, Kim Ewaldson. When you walk into a really good organization – your job is just to try not to mess it up. Right. And that's been, you know, so um, I feel really lucky. We have great members, members that are highly engaged in all industries, ag, manufacturing, small business, not-for-profits, healthcare, education, service industry. Um, so I just got off the, I had an email with a chiropractors. I want some guidance on his, he's got a young family. And I'm like, can you help me be part of a conversation about what do families need? Um, mm. in this area so he's would love to be part of that wow. so just ask all the benefits of becoming a chamber member look at all the uh, attributes that, that come along with it just just amazing Chris yeah it's not it's not just paying your dues right. or your investment and you do have to engage I can't guarantee your business is going to see an increase in sales just because you join us but I can guarantee we're going to ask you to always be involved mm. and get you information you might not know of yeah, well, and you look at all the connections you have. A, a chamber member call another chamber member. It's like, hey, what do you think about this? Mm -hmm. And I, I need to move a little bit further this direction. Uh, do you think that's? I, I, I suspect that happens. Yeah, especially if you're, if you're a mom and pop in the small businesses, retail, restaurant, professional services. Uh, you know, we have, I have a, Dallas is our marketing staff and she has, she's very, very knowledgeable. Yes. Um, and it's not just throwing up a social media post. It's, there's got to be intent and then working with our members that provide that service. So you're right. It's how do the, we help our small business owners make connections so they can continue to, um, you know, thrive, provide a service and, and stay in business. Of course, uh, if anybody, you know, is uh, thinking about joining or wants to, uh, maybe, uh, change their, uh, the, their membership and uh, uh, say, hey, I need to rebrand and get another ribbon cutting going. They can always just contact you or give you a call or uh, check out the Facebook page for all the amazing updates that you have on there as well. Yep, we can be reached at 815-625-2400. Um, check out our website, which is sockvalleyareachamber.com or our Facebook page. 
All right. So, hey, very wonderful. Um, before we go, uh, you need any new ambassadors? You need any uh, people to uh, carry you through the rest of the year here? We are taking um, – so ambassadors are employees who are members of a chamber, are members of our chamber. Um, yes, and you can apply. That's really a PR position. If, you, if your job has you out and about making connections, being an ambassador is just – a no-brainer because you show up at ribbon cuttings, you greet at our business after hours, you take registrations at our golf outing. So that's one way. And then we have six other committees. If you're interested in what's happening in ag, join our committee. If you want to be part of education discussions, how do we merge with the education community? Um, we have an education committee. Our Hispanic Business Leaders Committee, just trying to connect with our Hispanic-owned businesses and just promote, um, you know, this Hispanic heritage and culture. So we have lots of opportunities for folks to get involved. Well, Chris, as always, thank you so much for all you do, and thank you uh, for your uh, time away from your busy schedule. Well, thank you. Thank you for always being a champion of the work we do and a big supporter of this community.